What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Coral Reef Talk podcast. So sorry it took a little while to get another episode up for you guys, but today we're talking all about coralline algae. Okay, so welcome back to the Coral Reef Talk podcast. Like I said, we're going to be talking about coralline algae, uh, the ultimate guide to coralline algae. I found this article on ARC um, website, I I believe. I'll post a link to everything in uh, the description of this podcast. Uh, ARCreef.com is where I found this article. It's from a little while ago, but it's still relevant, still holds up today. Um, I found it very interesting and I just wanted to talk about coralline algae Um, just because we see this develop and grow in our reef tank and a lot of people uh, when they're they see a reef tank or if they're a beginner to a hobby and they're trying to uh, emulate successful reef tanks they see these purple rocks or uh, there's purple um, calcification on the glass or what what is that and uh, everyone uh, obviously goes to its coralline algae. Um, they want to have coralline algae in their reef tank, and then a lot of people get fixated on it and they want to grow it. And there's like Purple Up and different products that help um, coralline algae. So, the first thing this article references is coralline algae. What is it? But before we jump into it, I just want to simply Say, if you've been following the Coral Reef Talk for a while on YouTube or you're just jumping in here on the podcast, thank you so much for listening and following along. I just want to throw this out there. If you head on over to patreon.com slash the Coral Reef Talk, what I'm doing over there is setting up a way for you to get involved with saving the reefs and or uh, actually essentially a combination of both. Um aquaculture and helping uh, make the hobby more sustainable so you can go over to patreon.com slash the coral reef talk and donate any amount and each month i'll upload a new video over there a little bit special um, content something different from uh, what i'm doing on the channel or on this podcast that'd be exclusive to you the patreon but what your money will go to is to help donate to a specific cause so uh, it'll be a coral restoration uh, like coral restoration foundation or coral restoration research facility or an aquaculture facility Uh, these people are doing all the legwork in our uh, hobby or in the industry to help make the hobby a little bit more sustainable for us Um, so that way we're just not constantly um, taking fish out of the ocean Uh, they're looking at ways to captive breed certain species and we're not just uh, devastating the natural coral reefs in our ocean we're actually finding ways to rehabilitate or to help restore these reefs and i thought it would be a good idea to help develop a community or come together as a community to raise some money to go towards these specific research f- 
facilities. So the first one that we're trying to raise money for is Rising Tides. So if you want to, to learn any more information about Rising Tides and what they're doing with aquaculture and uh, helping to um, make the hobby more sustainable or save the oceans, you can check out Rising Tides at patreon.com slash the Coral Reef Talk or you can go to Rising Tides uh, dot com I believe it is and head over there and check out more information about them but anyways patreon.com slash the coral reef talk donate any amount for exclusive video content but also your money all of the money raised on patreon is going towards a specific cause none of it is going to me it's all to help these groups and their efforts to help make the hobby more sustainable Okay, so let's jump into Coraline Algae and the Ultimate Guide. Now, Coraline Algae, what is it? So it's a type of red algae um, that is a desirable algae to have in a saltwater aquarium, and its growth is an indication, more or less, of a properly matured marine fish tank. Um, it's commonly introduced into an aquarium by placing live rock into the aquarium, uh, coralline algae enters the system as one of the many beneficial hitchhikers on live rock as well as other shells of snails um, and other things like that so yeah right off the bat when you set up a brand new aquarium um, if you're not using live rock or you're not bringing rock from a an already mature tank you're setting up a brand new aquarium with dry rock uh, you're not going to have coralline algae it's not just gonna pop up out of nowhere it has to be introduced into your tank in in some way and if you've ever looked for a cleanup crew at your local fish store and you're looking at snails and you see like a little purple um, dot on the on the snail that could be coralline algae and that could be one way to introduce it and that's what the this intro is talking about uh, just like with many hitchhikers, coralline algae is a beneficial hitchhiker, and it gets into um, what a little more in-depth of why it's beneficial. So coralline algae exists in two forms. Now, if I pronounce this right, uh, these are the two forms, uh, geniculate, geniculate, if I said that right, um, or an arc articulated form of coralline algae. These forms include branching tree-like organisms which are flexible by having non-calcified sections. Then there's the non-geniculate or the non-articulated corallines encrusting and plating reef tank variety. So this is what you typically see, right? So you typically see uh, the non-geniculate or the non-articulated corallines because you got the in my case it was like these purple circles that just started popping up all over the place in my reef tank um, or they're often very slow growing and will grow on live rock coral skeletons shells glass plastics and other algae matured coralline crust may produce knobby protuberance uh, which provide microhabitants for many invertebrates uh, this is true um, I've had Many uh, vermitted snails uh, attach themselves or inhabit where some coralline started to protrude and grow out um, off my overflow block or overflow box. 
And yeah, the coralline algae just encrusts and grows over everything. Right now, currently in the tank, if you've seen uh, my latest reef tank update video, I talked a little bit about, or I think I mentioned, uh, that coralline algae is just everywhere. Like it's it's engulfing the perimeters of my tank. And I don't mind that too much. Um, it also shows a little bit of neglect on my part because I don't always scrape or clean the glass like I should. And so uh, that coralline algae just like took off, man. It's covering a lot of the bottom of the tank. And I just haven't had the time to really scrub it because it, it's it gets pretty hard like cement. And the main scraper that I use is my flipper magnet. And if you if you try to scrape off any coralline algae, it can be work, especially if there's a lot of it. And I'm just scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing, and I, and it's it's gonna take some time for me to get all that coralline algae. Uh, but I need to add some more sand on my sand bed uh, to get above uh, the seam where the silicone is, because I don't want to scrape into the silicone and potentially cause a leak. But that's a whole different topic for another time. But um, other non-articulated corallines produce chemicals which promote the settlement of the larvae of certain invertebrates uh, and it is a little known fact uh, that sea urchins and lipids uh, would not actually exist if it were not for the protection by coralline algae formations. Now why is it desirable? What uh, makes coralline algae um, wanted? Why do people want this? What's the role of coralline algae in your aquarium and in nature? Uh, so taking a look at this article, remember this is from arcreef.com. I'm just doing a read through, basically like a story time where we're reading it, discussing it uh, note by note pretty much. So it says coralline algae is a colorful component to any aquarium and adds to the overall aesthetics of your live rock. It plays an important part of a reef's health in a closed system such as your fish tank as well as in the wild. One, coralline algae is a crustose type algae due to its hard calcareous uh, deposits contained within its cell walls. It acts as the cement which bonds or which binds the reef materials into a sturdy structure which will protect the reef and corals from breaking up or dislodging during intense wave action. Coralline algae has even been used in the past for bone grafts and dental implants due to its natural cementing and adhesion properties. And that is, that's a pretty awesome thing that you can uh, set up your dry rock in your tank. Yes, you can use um, different epoxies to adhere them and stick them together but over time as your tank matures and gets healthy you'll develop coralline algae and the coralline algae will end up acting as a cement and adhere uh, your rocks together. I've, I've noticed plenty of times um, whenever I transferred rock from my 29 gallon long ago to a 75 gallon that uh, some of the rocks stuck to each other and it was due to this coralline algae and then when I transferred everything from the 75 gallon tanks to the tank that's on the channel now, um, yeah, I definitely had that tank set up for a while. So over that time period, it developed the coralline algae, which naturally cemented those rocks together. 
Uh, number two, it outcompetes other rapid growth of nuisance algae like hair algae, green algae, diatoms, mat algae in a normal reef environment with proper water chemistry. So, yeah, if you're taking care of your tank, you have proper husbandry skills, um, you're maintaining it on the regular, everything is stable, and you have that coralline algae that's developed into your tank, yeah, naturally, it's going to outcompete those other nuisance algaes. Uh, coralline algae takes up real estate on live rock that other nuisance algaes might take up and have chemical defenses to fight off other nuisance algaes from growing on it. So yeah, that's a good benefit to have. Um, you, if you have coralline algae growing on your rocks, um, and part of its defense is to fight off other nuisance algaes, then you're probably not going to grow a whole bunch of hair algae all over where there's already coralline algae. So that's pretty good to know. However, if um, there's something off with your water chemistry, things aren't stable, uh, you have something that's polluting the water that's helping um, your hair algae to grow, it could take over in a different way. It may not grow right up on top of where that coralline algae is, uh, but I think it can still take hold. Um, we're talking about an environment where you have proper water chemistry. And like I mentioned before, it looks attractive. It gives coloring to your aquarium. So there's the benefits there. Now coralline algae is not just purple. And I know that to be a fact. I have, I've had green algae grow on the sides, a little bit darker uh, green, as well as purple grow on the sides of my aquarium glass. Uh, so coralline algae has many different uh, species. So usually though, according to the article, when you hear the term coralline algae, the first thing that pops into your head is an image of an aquarium covered in purple. And that's true. We hear coralline algae uh, and we think of products that surround coralline algae. We think purple up. I know that comes to my mind right off the bat. Uh, but there's over 1,600 known species to date, probably more since this article. I'm not sure, but that's a lot of different species. Uh, the colors of these species are most typically purple, violet, lavender, pink, and magenta, but there are hundreds of different color variations, including red, blue, white, yellow, and green. Like I mentioned earlier, I, I have green variation in my tank. Now the article mentions that there is a coralline that is a bright orange in color. It's a very, it's a rare strain of algae and ARC Reef has been trying to grow that strain uh, for many years. How to get more coralline algae in your aquarium, like I said, it can be introduced beneficially through uh, hitchhikers on snail shells, on frag plugs, on corals that have a bit of live rock on it that has coralline algae it can be introduced that way. Uh, you can utilize a product in a bottle to introduce it as well. Now coralline algae is a slow and steady type grower but its growth rate is approximately 10 times more rapid in tropical waters than in arctic waters. And here are some tips for helping you get the most coralline possible in your reef tank according to this article now aquatic life loves stability and we touched on this a little bit so does coralline algae so try to keep your water parameters stable 
regular monitoring of your reef tank, regular water testing, temperature, everything, keep it stable. Smaller, more frequent water changes are preferred and larger um, over the larger, less often water changes. It helps eliminate any shock to your system. Uh, keep your nitrates really low, keep your phosphates low, and keep a stable pH level between 8.1 and 8.3. I like to keep my reef tank at 8.3. And when testing pH, always, as you may know, it's important to always test the same time of day. Um, so that way you can see if your pH is fluctuating um, with, the, with your light cycle or not. Uh, keep um, stable alkalinity levels, um, stable calcium levels, and more than likely though, if you're keeping your tank stable and you're keeping uh, your param all your parameters are, are staying in check, you're going to get good coralline algae growth. And I definitely agree with this article that it does make your tank uh, look nicer, it does make things stand out a little bit. The purple color uh, definitely enhances uh, with the actinic lights being on. Um, Coralline algae uh, with its benefits of like defending against nuisance algaes, I, I like it. I, I like the look. Um, that's why I, I'm not um, jumping at the bit to scrape it off of my glass right now but another thing um, when you scrape it off let's say you have it growing up the glass and you don't like the look of it being on your glass or it's just bugging you and you have to get it off the glass you can scrape it off just fine all those little bits of coralline algae floating around may fall somewhere it may fall on another bit of live rock in your tank and just stay there and start growing from there and then next thing you know it's engulfing and covering and encrusting your rock and then you're getting your purple rock that you desired and that's pretty much how it how it happens so i guess the main benefit or the main takeaway to uh, this podcast that i wanted to get out of this article is that coralline algae is beneficial um, if you don't like it off on your glass, scrape it off your glass, but it will encrust to the rock work. Um, it's a good thing to have in your tank. If you're keeping everything stable, doing all your tests, monitoring things the way you should, and then you start to see coralline algae form, that's a good sign of a healthy reef tank. Especially if you're brand new and you're starting out and you start seeing things turning purple and you're like, what's going on? It's a good thing. It's beneficial. It's helpful. It helps adhere the rocks to each other. Um, it's basically like the cement of the ocean, and it's good. Overall, beneficial thing for your reef tank. But that's it today for the podcast. I wanted to record this. I've, I've literally been wanting to talk about coralline algae for a while. Uh, if you know of any more benefits to coralline algae, let me know in the comment section. Send me a message on Instagram or comment on any video on YouTube. I do read and see every single comment and I try to respond the best that I can. Um, lately it's been a little challenging for me to get some things out for you guys, but I hope you enjoyed this little talk or this article about coralline algae. Let me know your thoughts. Remember, if you want to help save the oceans or help um, these organizations or, or companies or aquaculture facilities help them with their research to keep doing what they're doing 
go over to patreon.com slash the coral reef talk donate any amount and your donation will unlock an exclusive video one video per month and guys if we can really come together and really raise some money for these organizations you can you can donate 50 cents on patreon i believe maybe, maybe the minimum's a dollar but you can donate as low as a dollar um a month you can donate twenty dollars a month you can uh, send send a gift whatever amount you feel comfortable giving rest assured that none of the money is going to me i would much rather the money go out to the people that are putting the effort and the time and the research into the field of um, restoring corals developing new ways to aquaculture fish or aquaculturing new species um, or planting corals in the oceans or raising awareness let's let's join together as a community and raise awareness head on over to patreon.com slash the coral reef talk donate any amount today and keep an eye out on the youtube channel there's more videos to come i try to post every week um, every week and a half there's always new content coming out like I talked about, there's a video of an update of what happened to my fish as they went through uh, marine ick. Uh, then I quarantined them, and some of the fish made it through that quarantine process, and they're now back in the reef tank. So head on over there, take a look at those videos. If there's any videos you haven't watched, I have some product reviews set up in a playlist for you. Definitely go and check those out. And I can't end the podcast today without talking about a good sponsor of the Coral Reef Talk. Um, if you want a great way to make your test more automatic, go to reefkinetics.com. Check out the ReefBot. It uses all of your favorite test kits, and it basically tests everything for you. And it's all controlled. You can control it with an app. You can see charts and graphs of your test. And it utilizes your favorite test kits. You hands-free, you don't have to do it anymore. It can all be done by the ReefBot. And to get $50 off your ReefBot purchase at checkout, use code RKLovesJJ. And that's code RKLovesJJ for $50 off your ReefBot, ReefKinetics.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Coral Reef Talk podcast. Have a great day, happy reefing, and I'll see you next time on the Coral Reef Talk.